Lunchtime replay from Money FM 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust with Tim Go only on Money FM 89.3. Skytrax Airlines recently held its annual airline awards, what it calls the Oscars of the airline industry. Awards were given out in many different categories that you might think every major airline would have taken home a trophy or two. Well, we're going to get to that later. Today on Hashtag Wanderlust, how credible is Skytrax? And for that matter, should we believe any kind of airline reviews? Well, the latest Skytrax Awards a couple of weeks ago gave the top prize to Qatar Airways, followed by Singapore Airlines and Japan's Old Nippon Airways, or ANA. Well, Qatar and Singapore flip-flop between one and two. I think Singapore Airlines held it for a long time uh, as well, very recently, four or five years as the top airline. Anyway, the rest of the top ten airlines are all five-star airlines. We're not going to dispute that, except for one airline on that list, on that top 10 list, Lufthansa. Lufthansa is a good airline. It's a decent airline. On-time performance is excellent. But I don't think it's a top five airline. This is a fact that many regular travelers have noticed as well. Now, for one thing, if you've tried or even seen Lufthansa's business class, it is nowhere near the other uh, nine airlines on the top 10 list in many categories. Uh, on First of all, Lufthansa's business class are in a 2-2-2 configuration, which means if you're on the window side... You don't have direct uh, aisle access. The seats are also very narrow. Um, and service is good, but the product, the hard product, is not that great. Meanwhile, there are five-star worthy airlines with great seats, great products on board, like Etihad and Turkish Airlines, which are not on that list. We'll get to uh, the reason why they're not on the list a little bit later on as well. Now, Let's have a look at some of the awards that were given. There are categories like Best Cabin Crew. Singapore Airlines won that, hands down, no doubt. Cleanest Airline Cabin, EVA of Taiwan, won that one as well. Now, I'm looking at all the awards, uh, other awards that were given, and most of the airlines that won are all on the top 10 list. So I dug even deeper, and there is a list of airlines on the Skytrax website from A to Z and all the awards that they won, okay? Even regional awards categories were broken down to geographic locations. Like, it's not just the best airline in Europe or the best budget airline in Europe, but they even have the best budget airline Southern Europe category. Best Economy Class, East Asia category, and so on. So you get what I'm trying to get to. It seems like Skytrax is handing out an award to every airline. Hmm. Well, I did some research, and a few aviation bloggers as well uh, noticed this trend. So there is somehow a disturbing, somewhat disturbing uh, fact that involved participation of airlines in the Skytrax audit. Ben Schlappig from One Mile at a Time, a blog, wrote that Etihad lost its five-star rating twice. And those two times it lost its five-star ratings was when Etihad withdrew from 
Skytrax participation. The same thing with Turkish uh, Airlines. It withdrew from Skytrax and was downgraded from a four-star airline to a three-star airline. Even though Turkish Airlines has probably the best uh, catering anywhere in the skies at the moment for across the classes. Now, those who have flown both airlines would know that uh, these two are good airlines with good, hard products, um, and they deserve better ratings. Another blog, The Points Guy, pointed out that uh, uh, The Points Guy, in fact, investigated this uh, rating scheme, and it learned that airlines, although airlines do not have to pay uh, to be ranked in the top 10 or to be given four or five stars or three stars for that matter, they are encouraged to purchase consulting services from Skytrax. Now, that fee apparently is about a five-figure sum in euro, I would think, every year. It didn't mention. Now, for that price, Skytrax would audit the airline, make recommendations, and if those recommendations are implemented, you rise up in the ratings game. You get more stars, for that matter. Now, Skytrax makes the star ratings and logos available to airlines and airports to use, um, in fact, free of charge, as a marketing material. And that's why you see airlines boasting their five-star rating with Skytrax five-star rating. Or very recently, for example, Philippine Airlines got a four-star rating last year. And that Skytrax logo with the four-star rating is plastered all over uh, their aircraft, their advertisements, and their products. Now, do you think that creates a conflict of interest? So you get Skytrax consulting an airline, making recommendations, and then auditing the airline so that it gets better ratings? Well, think about that. I think it's a conflict of interest because those who do not buy consulting services are pushed down, while those who do uh consult with Skytrax and pay for that consultation are pushed up the rankings. Of course, it is still up to every individual airline to improve and perfect their products and services to be able to move up the rankings and based on the consultation and the recommendations as well. But the system, as you can see now, is not perfect. In short, Skytrax will have an award for every client and no award for those who are not a client. So are the ratings credible? Well, for most part, I think, you know, looking at the top 10, even the top 30 airlines, uh, they are credible because you can't just give uh, an award or a rating for an airline without um, really auditing it. So they are credible, but there are certain things like Etihad, for example, and Turkish Airways who should be ranked better but are not, uh, and Lufthansa who should be ranked lower and is ranked higher. But I think once an airline knows that it is being audited for an award, it will put out the red carpet just for those flights and make sure everything is perfect. So the best thing to know if it's worth your money to fly a particular airline, don't just base it on the star rankings given by one company like Skytrax. The best thing is to read from many sources, watch YouTube videos of uh, aviation enthusiasts and see their reviews. Ask those who have tried. You can ask me if you want. You can reach out on Facebook if you want or Instagram. And then you make a decision for yourself. Because really, you can be paying $500 more on a so-called five-star airline and expect better service and product 
and then you get an older aircraft or a cabin crew who's not having a good day. On the flip side of that, you can be getting better treatment from a three- or four-star airline for a lot less money. I'll give you an example. I would, for example, fly Vietnam Airways to Europe on business class or Philippine Airlines to uh, North America on business class for a lot less money. Now, these are four-star airlines, by the way, for a lot less money than what I would pay on a Singapore Airlines or Qatar Airways and get better treatment. So, you know, I would, in fact, fly business class on a three-star airline rather than pay economy class on a five-star airline because the price would probably be almost the same, if not maybe just slightly less. So the next time you want to book an airline, think about what you're going to get out of it. Not all five-star airlines are created equal, just the same as not all four-star airlines are created equal. And it all depends on the aircraft that you're flying, the product that's in it, and the crew and how they feel on that particular day. You've probably heard or seen Singapore Airlines Silvercrest lounges are going to be upgraded, updated, refurbished, renovated, however you want to call it. Singapore Airlines finally revealed that it is making those improvements to its uh, Terminal 3 Silvercrest lounge and its Silvercrest Flyer Gold lounge at Singapore's Changi Airport. Yeah, it's it's confusing. Even talking about it can be confusing. There's the Silvercrest Lounge, which is more premium uh, of the two. And within the Silvercrest Lounge, it uh, there is a first-class lounge and a private room for even more premium uh, first-class passengers to go into. I've only been into the first-class lounge once. Um, never been into the private room. The business class, uh, for business-class passengers and um Priority passenger members, uh, they use the Silver Cl- Silver Chris Lounge as well. Now, Singapore Airlines's Chris Flyer Gold Lounge are for Chris Flyer Gold members who are traveling on economy class. Well, yeah, you get a lounge too, but not as premium as Silver Chris. At least not now until the improvements are made. Mind you, other airlines do the same thing, like Lufthansa, for example. It has a more premium Senator Lounge and a separate business class lounge. So it depends on which uh, tier of membership you have or how much you fly. Anyway, all this is to spread out uh, the crowd, especially if you're in a home airport, like in Singapore. You can get crowded in the lounge. Okay, as far as Singapore Airlines is concerned, it revealed recently that it will pump in $50 million to refresh its Silver Chris and Chris Flyer Gold lounges at Changi Terminal 3. Part of this refresh includes 30% more space, upgraded facilities, and better food options. The flagship business class lounge will have zones for different passengers with different needs at different times of the day. So Singapore Airlines says, for example, if you want a full meal and you have the time for it, there will be a dining hall with full meal selections and live stations with local food options. If you're in a hurry... You're late for your flight or you're transiting and you have two hours uh, in between flights. There is a cafe zone to grab a quick bite and a quick drink. There will also be a full service bar for those who want something harder. Singapore Airlines introduced productivity pods a couple of years ago in its revamped lounges in Hong Kong, Bangkok and Manila. It looks like 
those are also coming to Singapore, where you can work in more private settings with all the power plugs and uh, USB um, uh, plugs that you need within those productivity uh, pods. There will also be a quiet corner with Shea's lounges for those who need some tranquility. Maybe you need to take a little nap. There will be a space for that too. Now, I'm hoping that um, the bathrooms will be updated because the shower rooms in the current uh, Silver Chris Lounge needs renovation badly. Now, speaking of showers, if you've been to the Chris Flyer Gold Lounge, you would notice there are no showers there. Well, that's about to change. There will be a toilet uh, facility and shower facility within uh, the Chris Flyer Gold Lounge. And the Chris Flyer Gold Lounge will also double its space and will now have a separate area for dining. Uh, Singapore Airlines said the renovations will be done in phases, starting with the business class lounge. And so affected passengers will be accommodated elsewhere during the renovations. The Singapore Airlines says full renovations will start in August and will be completed in 2021. So how is that? Excited to see what the new lounge will look like. You can check out Singapore Airlines' website. There are some artists rendering of what the lounges will look like. Very, very beautiful. Well, American carriers, they're not known for good product or good service for that matter, or good food. But one American care is trying to change that in economy class, believe it or not. For me, I've lost faith in having a good experience when I'm flying on U.S. carriers. I try to avoid it as much as I can, except sometimes on domestic routes, you can't help it. I'm usually thankful and will sing praises if an airline can get me to my destination safely within the same day with my suitcase with me. Forget about service or perks uh, don't uh, they don't seem to exist uh, for u.s carriers but in a surprise move delta airlines revealed that it will elevate the economy class experience with upgraded services at the end of the year yep economy class or known as cattle class in the united states delta even upgraded the term economy class calling it now main cabin Sounds nice. Well, starting this November, international economy class passengers on the main cabin will be offered a welcome drink, a signature cocktail. For now, it will be a Bellini, and uh, it will be made, Delta says, with sparkling white wine infused with peach puree. This is going to be the signature drink for a while on Delta. Now, I'm still wrapping my head around this uh, news because currently on Delta, you'd be lucky to get a glass of water before takeoff, even if you ask for one. So there's going to be cocktail or a welcome drink service in plastic cups. You don't have to ask for too much. That's fine. There will also be a hot towel service from now on, though at this point, we're not sure if real towels will be used or if Delta will opt for uh, disposable paper towels, hot paper towels, like many other airlines do. Delta's main cabin meal service will also be very different from many airlines. They're calling it now bistro-style dining where you can order meals from a menu and mix and match different starters with your different main meal. Dessert, hot drinks, and wines will also be served separately after or during your meal, depending on what you like. Now, 
I'm looking at the training diagram. It looks like Delta will be moving away from the traditional economy class meal tray service to a table service, similar to long-haul business class uh, flights. Now, to thank you for choosing Delta, fond farewell chocolates will also be served before landing. Yeah, they're calling it fond farewell chocolates. Now, on top of all this, Delta will now make it mandatory for cabin crew to greet passengers with a personal greeting at the boarding door. Wow, sounds like a tall order for an American carrier, so we shall see how this all works out. Delta has been on a series of improvements lately and um, trying to, to up its product to be at par with Asian and Middle Eastern airlines it is competing with, especially in business class. So it is great to see them making an effort on an economy-class flight as well for main cabin passengers. That alone sounds good indeed. Well, that's all I have for you on Hashtag Wanderlust. More to come next week, so stay tuned to Hashtag Wanderlust with me only here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.